2: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
1: It's August 3rd, 2020. Once in a great while, we are privileged to experience a television event so extraordinary it becomes part of our shared heritage. 1969, man walks on the moon. 1971, man walks on the moon again. And then, for a long time, nothing happened. Until tonight, with the debut of Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary. Let's talk about this historic moment in WWE history.
0: Uh, It it, it seems like WWE, they no longer have faith in themselves to fix their problems. And now they're just trying to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And, um, you know, I, I mean... I guess it was kind of a cool visual with the Hurt Business at the end, de- destroying everyone, being you know standing at the end. But outside of that, I, I honestly don't see this, uh, this being a thing in two weeks.
1: I know they shot next week, tonight, yeah. or today. I do not think it will be here next week. I think this will be edited out, whatever they shot, and they will just say, you know what, it's, we're good. Whatever we were doing before, maybe it isn't so bad. Maybe that was the point of this tonight, to let us know... Hey, guys, you think this is really as bad as it gets? Let's no, let's we'll show see. you how much worse it can get.
0: We'll see. I mean, we'll see the ratings tomorrow. If the ratings, if they go up a little, uh, I could see them, you know, thinking it's because of that, and can, they continue to do it until, until they don't. I could see it being up a little bit today, just because the curiosity from it. Well, and, they
1: hyped it a lot.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, the teasing stuff about a new faction online, which, <laughs> you know, was a bunch of guys in masks burning down you know, whatever and throwing Molotov cocktails. So, um,
1: finger on the pulse that WWE.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The Antifa group. So, yes. Um, yeah. So it just, again, uh, I think a lot of people who, when they heard a faction, they were expecting something like the undisputed era or something new, uh, maybe with some NXT talents and you didn't get it tonight. And who knows, you know, with that, the group of guys that were throwing, you know, burning that thing down, and apparently they were causing the chaos on Raw. I mean, he, he, there are some cool ways you could go with it, but as we've seen time and time again with WWE, with the hacker, that, that got a bunch of people interested, and people were like really curious and looking for the clues, and then they just dropped it. Uh, you know, the Roman Reigns attacker, all these times where it looks like they could have something that could go somewhere cool, and it just gets dropped, or it, it you know, ends up like a fart in church, so...
1: And um. you literally had people burning it down tonight. And it didn't involve Seth Rollins in the least. Yeah. What's up with that?
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, watching Raw tonight, it just felt like they were desperate. Here, uh, Leonza Duncan with the $2 Super Chat. This goes to a tweet I had sent. He goes, uh, he says, I don't care what you say. It's still not as bad as 2000 Nitro. At least 2000 Nitro was only two hours. <laughs> 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 so, um Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, it's WWE. It's in a weird spot right now.
1: Well, and so today, and and maybe this was a mistake. Maybe it should have been a surprise. We were talking about this off the air. It seems like... They plant stories sometimes, or there are or people that you. Oh, hey, you really want to pay attention tonight? We're going to see this happening on Raw. It's what I like about wrestling. Inc. They don't. They don't. They don't get in that chicanery, that tomfoolery, that like. Oh, hey, everybody! My sorcerers are telling me tonight's going to be a hot night on a Monday Night Raw. Pay attention to the left side of the screen in the opening segment. Right. <laughs> You'll See what I'm talking about. Um, that was. People were shilling so hard for this tonight. Oh, there's going to be a new faction. Oh, there's going to be a big, big major change. Shane McMahon's coming. He's going to do something really, really to shake things up.
0: Yeah. And yeah, that's what you got. Again, I don't see it lasting. Uh, remember last year when the third hour Raw was darker and they yes. turned the lights down and it lasted like two weeks and then they introduced the electric chair, which I think that lasted one week. They're They're doing all these... Every time ratings fall to a certain level, they try all these desperate gimmicks, uh, whereas they just need to work on fixing their product and start making larger-than-life superstars and compelling storylines. But they'd rather they'd rather find something else.
1: Well, and if you were to say, okay, maybe our matches are a little too scripted, feel a little too choreographed, maybe our promos are a little long, the stories are a little repetitive and tips of valleys, so... We're gonna go hard opposite of that to the extreme of having these fast matches with no buildup, no storyline, no promos, no high spots. Um, maybe something in between, guys, is where the answer lies. It's not about one or the other.
0: Yeah. Um, hold on, so Alonzo's saying Nitro oh. was three hours even before Raw was, but they actually switched it back to two hours in, in 99, I believe. So mm. 2000 uh, Nitros were only two hours.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. So tonight, we knew Shane McMahon was showing up. That was announced. That was a big thing. What's Shane there to do? Shane's going to make a major announcement. Shane's going to switch things up. And he yeah. did. Um, I, f- I feel like it would... Let's, let's talk about some of this other stuff and just uh, how this saga of Raw Underground unfolded tonight. We uh, opened tonight... With a uh, United States title match MVP with the new U.S. title, Apollo Crews with the older U.S. title. Um, so this was Apollo Cruz was the champion. MVP stole his belt a few weeks ago because Apollo was out for uh, reasons unknown. Supposedly medical. Uh, well, he just wasn't medically cleared. But uh, people well, came back-rated. out. He had, he oh, had, it did come out.
3: Yeah, he
0: had COVID.
1: Uh, so Apollo won, but then he got beat up a little bit after. Um, so good on him. I'm not sure this was the hottest opening to the show. Well, certainly given everything we were going to see unfold later tonight.
0: Yeah, no, I thought I thought they were going to open it up hot with, you know, something uh something interesting because again, you know, Vince McMahon was on the investors call last week and you know he was he's starting to get hit with the ratings questions. Like people bringing it up now, you're getting a variety writing about the ratings and and uh, the stock. You know the WWE stock for the, they had the most profitable quarter uh, because their expenses are down. Without you know with the way they're taping TV right now, uh, but the stock didn't uh, rebound that strongly. I mean it's actually it's actually down today five percent.
1: Um, I was doing an after-hours trading after the debut of Shane McMahon's Raw Underground.
0: after-hours is up 0.75%.
1: So when when does that stop, (laughs) though? I mean, stocks don't trade 24 hours a day, right?
0: Well, the after-hours, yeah, I'm not... You know what? I'm not exactly sure how after-hours trading works.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, But...
0: (sighs) And Antoine Ferrer, thank you uh, for the $2 super chat. Ask if you can make XFL uh, XFL jokes yet. Hey, third time's a charm. And we'll we'll get to that soon. Keith Robinson saying, "I hate to say this, but the initial segments of Raw Underground look like that fight in Django Unchained. Not good."
1: Have you watched Street Beefs on YouTube? Have you seen this? No. So someone started this. Said, "You know what? Uh, young men in particular." Uh, shoot each other. There, there's gang problems, I guess, in, in his neck of the woods. Said so there has to be a, a more civilized way for men to get this aggression out and fight one another. Uh, and they do it like in a field. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they wear boxing gloves, they wear head protection. They do this, but it's got a very sort of rough, rugged, and pardon the phrase, raw look to it. It reminded me of like that, but indoors. Just like this is not in any way professional or sanctioned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean, we'll get we'll get to it more. Um, Peter Bahi with the $5 Super Chat. Thanks, Peter. He's asking why f- the Hurt Business is losing when you're supposed to take them seriously. Yes, I agree 100%. If, if you have them destroying, you know, decimating everyone in the gym or, you know, in the underground, uh, but you saw them lose earlier in the show, eh. Uh Jamie Koharski saying, not sure if I liked or hated Raw Underground, but I do know we're not allowed to talk about it. You were saying, it, it, it seems like Vince McMahon just saw Fight Club.
1: I feel like when the dancing girls appeared is when i started giggling uncontrollably and that lasted for pretty much the entire second hour of raw tonight um it felt like shane mcmahon had this fantasy as a teenager in the mcmahon basement so i'm gonna run my own promotion it's gonna be cool it's gonna be dark it's gonna be real guys beating up we're gonna have girls that are dancing it's gonna be cool and i'm gonna be the mc screw screw my dad man he thinks he's all that it's gonna be shane mcmahon's raw underground and i'll show them that's what this felt like tonight 25 years later
0: yeah uh, Julia Dorgen saying it felt like they were spoofing Josh Barnett Bloodsport, which is a thousand times better and was asking if you watched Talking of Mania. I Have not gotten a chance to watch it yet. Glenn, have you seen it?
1: I have not. I've heard it was by all means delightful. Um, and speaking of Bloodsport, I'm not sure if it's them. There were some indie promotions that have done some similar things to what we saw tonight. As I'm sure you can imagine, not too happy about the WWE lifting elements uh, from things that they've been doing in their promotions for years.
0: Yeah. I mean that's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> uh Tammy with the opening segment saying it's, st- it's still better than the typical 15-minute monologue followed, followed by a match that turns into a tag match. That is true. And yet a clean winner again, MVP losing right off the bat when the show is kind of built around this faction. I just think it's what was the point of even having to do this match right now? Just do it at SummerSlam. I mean they're going to they already did the uh the challenge and announced a rematch for SummerSlam when I just have the first match there so you're not beating MVP right off the bat.
1: Yes. Oh, please this is, there's not going to be a, an underground match at SummerSlam. That's not that's not <laughs> going to happen. I hope. Right?
0: Not. I don't think this is going to last till
1: SummerSlam. I I I'd, I'd really I give it one more week if that. I think tonight might have been the last we saw yeah. Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. And notice, they started calling it Raw Underground. By hour two, it was Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. As if to say, we had nothing to do with this. This was all Shane McMahon's idea. It is Shane McMahon's Raw Underground. And mm-hmm. it lives or dies with Shane McMahon.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. So he's he's going to get the heat for it.
3: <laughs> <Can you>
1: imagine? <laughs> Shane McMahon came and said, Dad, I've got an idea. I know I'm not the most hands-on compared to my sister or my brother-in-law. But uh, I really, really think I can turn this all around. Okay, what do you need? Well, first, I need like a backstage warehouse and a ring. You need uh, the ring, the ropes? No ropes. Okay, uh, what about some lights? A couple lights to be good. You need a ref? Well, let's have them dressed like a ref, but we'll have an official figure there. Uh, What else? Uh, I need a platform and I need to have girls dancing. Like, they're not going to be wrestling? No. Strictly dancing here. And they're going to be – And they can't be too good of dancers because I don't want a fly girl situation. I don't want them to upstage me because, let's face it, Shane McMahon, I mean, he's got the magic moves on the dance floor. So they couldn't be a better dancer than Shane was. But, oh, my God, this was just so – the presentation of this was so silly. And then on top of that, these weren't real shoot fights. Like, this wasn't UFC. No one's getting busted open. It was that style, but this was still – uh, pulled punches and right. holding back to make it a safe environment, which, uh, again, not not really underground for what they were uh, going for. Yeah.
0: Um, Travis Huffman saying raw underground reminded me of a stand up comedian bombing with horrible jokes and everyone in the room watching is uncomfortable for them. It felt sad. Again, I just feel like WWE just feels desperate, like WCW did in 2000. Where we're just throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks, as opposed to really fixing your uh, your creative problems.
1: Yeah. <sighs> Are we this still tonight, on Apollo Cruz. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> opening match. Look, nothing tonight. I guarantee you, the combined five minutes we saw tonight of Raw Underground is going to be talked about for years to come and I, I, will bring us more joy in the long run than all WWE programming has in at least the last five years.
0: <laughs> I don't think it'll endure that long. What, yeah. was, the,
1: what was the last biggest punchline of like something the WWE did where you go, yeah, it was bad, but it was no Raw Underground, right?
0: Uh, Katie Vick. I mean, and look that's how much pretty, enjoyment that's, that's
1: given us over the yeah. last two decades. Yeah. So there you go. And then then we come to the main event of Raw Underground and it's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And sadly, it's Dolph looking the best Dolph has looked in easily a couple years. Actually getting to showcase his skills. Um, Oh, oh, Justin Labar's here. You want to bring him on? Oh, hey, Justin. (laughs) Justin Labar, where were you when you first saw Shane McMahon's Raw Underground? And share with us your journey and experience
2: I had a similar feeling that you did Glenn I was like I want to see gambling prostitution <laughs> drug dealing I mean <laughs> I've been playing
1: I've been playing Grand Theft Auto online lately this reminds me of like one of the nightclubs you can start to make money in that game
2: Can I just say look first off uh, me I personally want to put out the PSA wear a mask Yes, uh, you know, abide by the rules right now to, to to get us through this crisis that we're in. But then I watched this raw underground, and half the people are wearing masks, half aren't. Right? What am I led to believe here? What is a society? What do they stand for? <laughs> yeah. And all I only kept thinking
1: about Raj wasn't here just to remember the night Matt Morgan told us the story in Hawaii when he was yes. bouncing and got in the limo and went did like the underground cage fighting. That was all I was thinking of. For
2: at least half of this tonight. Yes, I, I don't know. I know you guys are uh, fourteen minutes in. I don't know where you're at. I just <laughs> I'm still in my
1: afterglow. Of there's so rain. much.
2: There's so much to unpack here, and I, I I hate being I hate being the negative Nelly. But this, it... yeah, continue. I'll, I'll I'll jump in accordingly. I don't want to. No,
1: no, no. It's, this is uh... not a
0: product that is gonna that I could see getting new fans. You know. When you watch what's on the screen with eye extractions and and uh, just the 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 dialogue and the corniness, it's just
2: uh, well, it's a catch twenty two. You know, they started uh, three or four hours prior to going live that I saw. You know, putting the teases out there. Shane on Raw, something's coming, and I and I saw people. poo-pooing that and, I, and I'm always I'm always a belief that at, at times in pro wrestling you know it's hard to make money off of things that you don't promote so you need to have the teases out there but the other side of that coin is the other side of that sword is if you're putting out these teases uh, it, they better damn well deliver <laughs> you know and
0: hmm. yeah, I don't know so let's uh why don't we run through this uh especially yes. the beginning
1: parts. So we talked about uh the as mentioned the opening match was MVP versus Apollo Cruz for the United States championship. Uh we got some lights flickering during this which MVP claims uh cost him the match because he was so distracted by the shoddy production work allowing Apollo Cruz to pick up a win. Uh Lashley hit the ring to go for the full Nelson um Cruz got out of there. Uh yeah. So the Hurt Business uh, started off with their feelings hurt tonight on Monday Night Raw. Right call for Apollo to retain, I think. Yeah, but again, why?
0: You're, this whole show was kind of about this faction. Why have them lose uh, on this same episode?
1: Well, because we're setting up well, who made the lights flicker, Raj? Who were the hooded <laughs> figures that were outside right. throwing Molotov cocktails yeah. at some sort of generator?
0: Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, Steve uh asking three things you would do to
2: improve or change Raw. Uh, all three things. Uh, <laughs> redu- <laughs> reduce it from three hours to two hours. Oh, my God.
0: If he could do that, that would be amazing. Wow. Uh, just, just get rid of the scripted storylines. Make wins and losses matter. Um, you know, Don't cut off people when they have momentum. Yeah. Uh, a couple. Michael Ryan and Tifa spoof. Too real right now. Your thoughts? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that.
1: Yes. Uh, clearly, Raw Underground needs to be louder, angrier, and Shane McMahon needs access to a time machine. And when he's not on screen, everyone else should be asking, where's Shane McMahon? And what's happening in Raw Underground? Yeah. More check-ins with that throughout the show. We'll clearly make it better. Let's just make the entire show Raw Underground three hours.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, it, it Again, I know we'll get to it. I'll just how many things have we seen that have been desperation? You know, it's been a year and a half, I think. I think it was, Raj, correct me, December of 2018 when the four McMahons... We you know,
1: hear you. Count, we hear you and we're going to improve the product.
2: Right. Uh, counting, the uh, fans not, are not, now the authority. Yeah, not not, not Linda, but, but Triple H is one of them. <laughs> we yeah. hear you. Yeah, no more automatic, uh, you know, no, no more automatic rematches. No more GMs. Yeah, like, and what have we gotten? We've gotten twenty four seven title. We've gotten the third hour is going to be black and white graphics and dark. And and then (laughs) that was to save
1: money on the power (laughs) bill.
0: And then they turned it up two weeks later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, I, I hate where we at, we're at with the rest right of the night now.
3: Justin Lopez
0: saying, this raw was a letdown. Uh-huh. They hyped up a new faction that's arriving and said we got a tease. I'm off for building an angle, but that was false advertising. Well, Whatever.
2: mind you, Justin, they taped two episodes today, so we might maybe find out that faction next week. Which, which But they which, did advertise it for tonight. Well, well, but well,
1: they were teased tonight. We they're in, they're yeah.
2: in, they're in desperation mode. If they hold it to next week, I don't hold that against them because yeah. if they're taping two episodes today, and if they are, and I mean, we're, look, we're we're less like we're like what three weeks real time away from uh, SummerSlam. So if they do wait till next week, they I mean they are totally hitting the audible button on everything. So if they hold it the next week, I don't blame them. Str- yeah. String the boxes falling. String the lights <laughs> flickering to next week
0: if you have to. Oh my god, that was so. John glenn's having
3: his, having <laughs> his life.
1: <laughs> a, and then Pete. we cut to outside Shane McFan's office where there's a security guard. No one can know what Shane has in the works tonight. AEW, don't send your spies over here. You're not stealing our million dollar ideas. Raw Underground is ours. <laughs>
0: Pecan saying they never hyped the faction someone else did. No, they did. Here's uh, on WWE.com. They wrote, WWE.com has learned that a new faction is arriving on Roth's night. The (laughs) superstars compromising this faction have yet to be revealed, but rumblings around the WWE Performance Center say that the group is out to cause chaos and shake up the organization's (laughs) structure. What does this alliance have in store for the red brand? Find out tonight on Raw at 8, 7 Central.
1: And if you're trying to cause chaos, what better way than to let WWE know that you're coming to cause chaos and disrupt the show? It's the only polite way to do it.
2: Let me ask your opinions. What are they better off doing? Letting it be an already established, and the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is Undisputed Era. Letting, no it be, letting it be something that's already been established or a hodgepodge of four or five random guys thrown together. So people are
1: already analyzing the animated GIF of them, uh, the security footage. People are pretty sure one of them is a woman. So maybe it's Undisputed Era with a female added to the mix. Maybe, and I like this theory I've seen multiple places online, maybe it's released talents coming back. To, to mess things up and get revenge on WWE for releasing them.
2: So it's Nexus. Pretty
1: well, much. but like Nexus with Mike and Maria Kanellis. Um, I mean, who else would be... Who who would be in your five of the released talents recently that are still available? I mean, Gallows and Anderson. Although for Gallows or Anderson, though, I don't think... No, they're, they're gone. Going to they're on, they're yeah. under contract.
0: Uh, so who, who would it be? Rusev? Rusev for sure. Okay. Um, Aiden English, maybe?
1: Rusev, Aiden, Alana... Even though I'm still there, yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they just dropped this too. <laughs> you know, this faction. Uh, we've seen it enough times, and, and we brought up the hacker earlier. They just dropped that thing. You know,
2: they just stopped that cold. They could be working with the hacker, Rush. Well, be. and we saw and we saw other things again. I know. I know. We'll get to it, but it's like this. This truly felt like let's push as many shock TV buttons as possible,
3: well,
2: and they just did. see it and see what clicks.
0: Yeah, they did this like a year or two ago where, remember, the, the it, it was kind of the same thing where, like, the lights were flickering and and they were like, what's going on? And, like, somebody just randomly jumped in front of a shot and uh, they were trying to do that, like, chaotic episode and, um, you, you know, ultimately it just
1: it just fiddled away. There was much fiddling. Yes. Um, so, Fetch <laughs> Out the Security Guard, guarding Shane McMahon. In the raw underground, so yeah, um, that was uh, the, the ninja, the, the ninja. ninja, yeah,
0: the seven foot five. I'm forgetting Jordan,
2: his name right now. Jordan, yeah, uh, what's his last name? That
0: we
1: have,
2: yeah, I'll butcher his last name, yeah. But, yeah, it starts with an O, right?
1: Uh, so we had Sasha and Bailey backstage talking to Sheriff Shriver, and uh, they were interrupted, um. Oh, they were showing the video package. Sorry, and uh, then Oscar was backstage uh, talking about revenge. We went back to Banks and Bailey. They were upset with Oscar's interruption. Then Shane and Baszler interrupt and interrupted and uh, dropped Sasha Banks. Bailey checked on Banks, and that set up a match for later in the evening. We had the Iconics approach Kevin Owens backstage. KO show was happening, and um, he had uh Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot out there. So we got an official Riot Squad reunion tonight. They talked about Sarah Logan having moved on to another chapter in her life. Of course, congratulations. She's uh pregnant, I believe. And um then Ruby and Liv were interrupted by the Iconics who were out there and they set up the Iconics versus the Riot Squad tonight with the Riot Squad getting a win pretty easily. Okay, the
0: the dialogue with the 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 Riot Squad. I really like Liv Morgan. I think she's a future, star, you know, superstar. But I just thought it was it was just so cringy the stuff that they were saying, the, the, their lines, and and this whole segment. And Kevin Owens, I don't know why he cares about them being friends. And and then he's out on commentary after for their match. This, I mean, it just didn't work for me. I just thought it was very uh, very hokey.
2: Yeah, this was the Kevin Owens is very misplaced. Um Even just seeing him he said it in a backstage and they said it in the ring again. Like I- I've done some things I'm not happy about. I- I've wronged some people. And it's just like, look, we know like you've made your money off of being fight. Owens fight off of being the heel dastardly Kevin Owens. We know that you're or even, even Kevin Steen. We know that you're going to revert back to that eventually. Like don't give me this parade of baby face." gonna do good now that's bothered me and then like rosh said it it was out of place what what the what the f does he care about these women it was i mean i know that i know that the the real answer is we needed a platform to have them talk their issues out so we gave them the show the kevin Owens show to do it but it was just weird yeah it was weird um and i like i like the iconics i like ruby i like live i like all of them um you know, they've tried some different things with Liv. I think there's been a lot of different h- hopefuls for Liv that just haven't panned yeah. out or have, you know, they, they try to make Liv a lesbian and then after making, making her crash. That <laughs> That's getting out
1: of context, Justin <laughs> Lebar quote. Well, that, soundtrack.
2: that one, you know, that one sticks at me because I mean, I, I think it's pretty, I think it's been reported by now, but I mean, I, I remember a, a source telling me right after that whole angle happened at the end of 2019, okay. Liv's going to do the lesbian crash the wedding angle, but then after that, we're not to talk about her being a lesbian. Right. Don't speak about.
1: It's like she could what? be bisexual. Well, shut she up, Glenn.
2: It's, it's 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 so stupid. It's just there's, there's no just purpose. Drop it. You know, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So it's I like
2: don't
0: a, know. I mean, no follow through. Again, it's it's the problem with the storytelling.
1: Yeah. Justin Lopez, $5 super chat saying, it's sad to say that KO is lost in the shuffle right now. He's basically doing the KO show every other week. He's probably putting Orton over next week too. I think Kevin Owens is in an interesting place where um, his persona and his personality as Matt Morgan, you know, uh, couldn't be here tonight, would say, uh, hey, if you can go out there and just do this every week and you're not taking bumps, it's a pretty, pretty nice way to earn a check and get some TV time.
0: I think he's going to get a punt next week.
1: Hmm. They haven't really. Uh, I'm trying to think, when's the last time they really took Kevin seriously? I'm feeling that his credibility when he was hiding in the porta potty from Braun took a big hit. His pairing with Sammy was great, especially when they were. Against I, mean, Shane. He, I mean, he
2: worked a big thing with Shane. I mean, yeah. Was... yeah,
0: and his yeah, and his run with Jericho.
2: Yeah, that was that was forever ago
1: with Jericho.
0: Yeah, that was that was probably like three four years ago.
1: Yeah,
2: crazy. That, which that's always interesting because he with Jericho in the turn it, it was one of the, it was kind of like it's kind of like what we all figure is gonna happen with Sasha and Bailey mm-hmm. we're waiting for this the breakup we waited for it with Kevin Owens and Jericho they did it and they did it, and it, and it was a really effective segment and in, in way yeah it was it was great um you know they did the whole friendship thing. And then, you know, it led to the big Mania match. And, I mean, Kevin Owens has even been on record of saying like, they did the match and it, and he went back to Gorilla and Vince was not pleased. It was very underwhelming. Like, so I always think about that with Kevin Owens. Like, the ups and downs, was, he came in with a huge debut on Raw, challenging Cena. uh You know, got got the Universal title basically handed to him by Triple H in the storyline. He's had some some huge highs, but he also had some lows of just payoffs that just didn't, didn't, didn't come through.
0: That match was originally supposed to be like a, a world title match for the, oh. and the, like one of the WrestleMania main events. And yeah. Him and talk Jericho. About it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it got switched to, you know, Lesnar versus Goldberg. But, um, yeah, to that point, it, I, there was one of those WWE Network specials where they show that backstage where Owens goes to Vince you know, after the match and Vince just brushes him off, says he didn't like it. So, yeah, he's in, he's in a weird spot right now. Um, he's just kind of doing nothing. He, I don't know if you well, turn him heel again. I mean, he was heel last year with that thing with uh, Kofi Kingston. But um, he had that forgettable feud with Kofi, that kind of...
1: But, uh, yeah... Maybe he will show up and battle Shane McMahon in the raw underground.
2: Well and and it, and the other thing with Kevin too is like he's he's gone on record and he's been acknowledged as like he was the person who recently said to Vince like you need to take masks and COVID more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting how he's being treated, yeah.
2: I think that's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, I mean I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that that's like going to be the reason <laughs> he gets Weird booking, but I don't know. I just feel like it's worth mentioning. Like he was off for a while. He comes back and then he comes back and says, We're not doing things up to standard. I don't know. It's just, it's just factors that are.
1: That's true. I mean, I'm sure Vince says, uh, OSHA says, I can't fire him for pointing out safety hazards, but they didn't say I can't book him like shit. You know, there's no lawsuit (laughs) on that.
0: Hello, hello, saying KO is better as a heel. You know, I get crap on this podcast sometimes because I, you know, say that. So-and-so should turn heel. There's a lot of guys, I think, and and gals that I think we'd be better off as heels. But that's because they don't know how to write for babyfaces. Look at Kevin Owens' promo here. That's how they write for babyfaces. And then look at the stuff he did when he was a heel. It's so much better.
1: Yes. Uh, But, guys, Tom pointed out there was an accident backstage earlier, and Charlie Caruso was there on the scene to show where a bunch of production boxes and equipment (laughs) fell over, and that's why the lights were glitching.
0: So random. Hey everyone, we're cutting to show you this box of equipment that fell. <laughs> we're getting to the we're getting to the bottom of it. <laughs> it is so random. Oh man.
1: Uh MVP though ever said he's he's not happy with these unsafe working conditions there. He's gonna file an OSHA complaint. He said that's what cost him his loss earlier. Uh Caruso reveals that Apollo Cruz has accepted a United States title rematch at SummerSlam against MVP. So hey if you like that match tonight, you're gonna see it again in two weeks.
0: Three weeks, right?
1: Two weeks from Sunday, right. on the WWE Network.
0: Yeah, apparently they're either uh, they found a spot or they're close to getting a spot, like somewhere in the Northeast, which
2: which is tough. Amazing to me. It is because, I mean, I don't know the policies of every Northeast state. I know New York for a fact. Yeah. If you come from Florida, you're quarantining for 14 days. So that would tell me it's not. New York. I mean, obviously, Vince has political pool in Connecticut. Um, New
1: Hampshire, live free or die.
2: Yeah, I mean, like, to, to to take the entire operation, and fans forget, it's not just talent. You're talking about crew, yeah. ring, TV, all these trailers and big rigs and equipment they need to travel a thousand miles north. Um, it's, I mean, it has to be a state that is not going to be uh, stutter step the fact they're all coming from florida which is the one of the, the top four hotbed states in the country right now
1: yeah so let's talk about this promo drew cut on randy orton talking about orton praying on vulnerability for the last 20 years talking about uh how he got fired everyone's saying orton should have been fired uh orton not paying forward the opportunities that were given to him and uh it's very interesting with orton coming out and uh responding to that his responses
0: I thought I thought uh, Drew was great here, and yeah, he he basically said, uh, you know, the Undertaker, the Last Ride. Undertaker was talking about how he brought Randy Orton up, and Ric Flair helped bring Randy Orton up, and that Orton doesn't do that for anyone else. Um, and uh, which obviously is just storyline. That's not really the case, but um, yeah, he, uh, I thought Drew was. This was one of his best promos in a long time. I thought he was. I thought he was great here.
2: Yeah this 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 was. Complete. There's nothing to really pick apart negative about this. This was really good. This was a great build to their match, um, and all the chaos that was going on in tonight's raw, and all the things that felt like they were quick, again, crash TV rewrites. This felt like we're sticking to this plan. We're building to this match, and um, the, the, this was solid. This is probably yeah, I mean this is probably the best Drew McIntyre promo he's had of his championship run.
1: It was good, or It was good. I thought the if I had any critique of this, this almost seemed like they were having too reasonable of an argument here. Like their wordplay was so they were so well matched in their back and forth. It was interesting. Um, why in the hell is Ric Flair there?
2: Yeah, you know we we've had him on the Wrestling Daily recently, and oh. you know obviously his his wife Wendy dealt with she was tested positive for COVID. This is this you know like rick's such the he's such the pro wrestler if he doesn't want to miss a date even if his date just means doing a a pre-tape yeah you know he's such the pro wrestler that like you understand that but yeah at some point it's like come on man it's like do do i mean you're you're in your 70s you've had problems your wife's just battled it how crucial are you (laughs) to be there for the risk that you know what's what's the risk versus reward here
0: yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It just seems like AEW's doing it too. They're using all these older guys, you know, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, uh, and uh, I just don't get it. Well, he, they're not that vital, vital to the show. And yeah, but Ric Flair doesn't add much to Orton right now. I mean, it's it's great he, he, under normal circumstances. I think it's cool, but uh, and Flair's
1: wife just had COVID. Flair could have done a FaceTime call with Kevin Owens for their backstage segment, and it would have been just as effective.
2: Yeah. Well, The pain in the ass for production to try to organize that with Flair might have been... They might have just said, screw it, we're bringing him into Orlando.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would have been funnier if it would have been, hey, uh, Randy Orton paid for me to send you a cameo, giving you some career advice. He wants to face you in the ring next week.
2: Go. Ric Flair would be the first pro wrestler to start an OnlyFans.
1: Uh, Well, Enzo beat him to it, Justin. Uh, Matt Matt with the
0: run in. Matt, what's going on?
1: Hey, guys. How are you? Can you all hear me? Oh, we can hear you. How are you now that we're living in a post-RAW underground era?
4: (laughs) Uh, Good. Busy. Super busy. I apologize. Um, Good. Good, good, good.
1: Uh, so we just got done talking about KO and Ric Flair, and then Nia Jax out in the ring. Um, Nia, defiant, uh, says she will apologize after a match. She was challenging Pat Buck to a match, the producer. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, she uh, wouldn't talk in private, so she got suspended indefinitely without pay.
4: Yeah, it was playing off, it was playing off of uh, last week's. Hmm. Where they assume everybody knows Pat Buck, <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean, and what they in what happened with last week. Uh, I also watched last week. So I don't know if you guys caught it. Post uh, Raw show that they had that talk show. No, Talking no Raw or whatever. She talked about it on there as well, and I'm like, do you really expect everyone to know like Pat Buck by name, <laughs> like who, like I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. I was kind of well, through.
2: What threw me tonight is that then Pat suspends her without pay. It's like, who's this? <laughs> I mean, I know who Pat Buck yes. is, but right. in the storyline, who's this yes. schmuck that has the ability to suspend her without pay? Right. That's not like, Last Name McMahon.
0: Coming up with punishments on the fly. <laughs> you know, right. like having that kind <laughs> <Yes>. of authority.
4: <laughs> yes. Yes. But Good i for I, Pat I, Buck. I have yeah. known Pat for years. I was like, Holy crap, Pat's getting some huge shine here. This is great. <laughs> but in my head, I was like, Who the Pat Buck? You know? <laughs> yeah. I
2: don't know. Um and then beat the shit out of him.
4: Yes. To end
0: the segment.
2: And got her bronzer all over his dress shirt. Yeah, that's right. Did you notice that? Yeah.
1: So we had a triple threat for the twenty four seven title, R Truth versus Akira Tazawa versus Shelton Benjamin tonight. <laughs> With the Kirchizawa winning back the twenty four seven championship,
4: not what I was expecting.
2: <laughs> Happy is... one year anniversary to the twenty four seven title. It was this time last year that this thing. I cannot believe it's made it twelve months. I cannot, and either.
1: it fixed everything. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's
0: that was their quick rating solution. Um, yeah, so hurt locker or hurt business? I keep hurt, business. hurt business. business. <laughs> hurt hurt business. So two losses. <laughs> There's a the focal point of the show for the most part, and then they they have two losses. I and mean, even granted, Shelton didn't get pinned, but uh, losing the title already that he just won like a a week ago was it a week ago or two weeks ago?
4: Last yeah, three weeks,
0: well, whenever it was, yeah, uh,
4: two weeks ago I think. But yeah, you're right. Um, I was not expecting this. I really wasn't. I honestly thought Shelton would win. You know, and. Um, but even, again, even they did, did a story on this uh, after the, the Talking Raw episode last week as well, where uh, I thought they were trying to do a decent job of building up MVP's little faction, you know? And they lost um, all their titles tonight. It's just, right. I don't understand it. I don't <laughs> get it. It's so illogical. I don't know. I don't
1: know. Raj, I'm going to get some more water. Why don't you get some super chats and I'll be right back.
0: Okay, uh, David York, uh, this is for you, Matt. He's saying, Matt, the video you shared of you and your son on Twitter today was awesome. Uh, uh, made my day. Yes,
2: I saw that,
4: Matt. It's yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was pretty proud of him, man. Hell yeah, that's so cool.
0: Uh, and this Peter Bahis is saying for Jacks
2: Morgan. So thank Aww. you,
4: Peter. And hey, Matt, it's so Thanks, cool. You hope, you feel, hope you feel better. Peter,
2: sorry. Yeah, no, Matt, it's so cool that you get to like document those, like the like to have those. Moments on, on record with your son—that's pretty cool,
4: dude. My my phone—I have so many video. Like I I have—I'm the quickest video recorder ever with him and all of his moments because I always think no one's—you know—his specialists and stuff won't believe me. You know, as he says some of these things, so always get ready, always record it, and then. Uh, but this one was really cool. He just kept saying, and it hit him tapping my arm on the way to his OT appointment this morning. He kept like. Trying to tell him he wanted he was tired. He wanted to go to sleep. I was like, "What the? Where did this come from? Like, we <laughs> didn't even work on this. Like, you know." So I was like, "God dang, he's he's improving. doing really good. He's improving."
0: Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, very cool. So I'll I'll run through the the next segment here. Um So yeah, Tazawa getting the win. Uh, then we saw Shane McMahon in the warehouse setting. So they showed the Raw Underground set. And uh, Shane McMahon says that he invites everyone to show up at 10 o'clock or to start watching at 10 for Raw Underground.
1: (laughs) I'm just remembering it now. I'm just remembering, Shane, like, everybody stay tuned. Coming up at 10 o'clock, it's Raw Underground. Ooh, what's this Raw Underground we're talking about? This looks enticing and exciting.
4: They're really hip new new nightclub. It's the place to be. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> we dancing. It was when they panned and the girls were dancing to the side. That was just this is yeah. so stupid. This is yes. so cheesy.
2: When when he's walk when he's walk when he's walking to the beat of the hip hop and they turn over and there's three no. girls in a fishnets awkwardly dancing. They did not feel comfortable <laughs> doing this. And then you go, and then Shane goes, "Oh hey, oh see what we got coming up next." <laughs> like like <laughs> yeah. oh. Here's my prostitution ring happening. Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, Matt,
4: what were your thoughts on the Raw Underground? I Okay, how about at least I'll say this. I could have never predicted that with 50 guesses that that would have happened tonight. Okay. Before tonight's episode, yeah.
1: But I'm so, just cool, saying, what think, the hell? Think about Fight Club, right? Think about yeah. the blood sport. Think about, you know, the underground cage fights and things we see in movies. And, and then this tonight just looked like a bunch of guys in the back of a warehouse with, uh, you know, a wrestling ring without ropes on it.
4: Because that's what I it was. Yes. But, but where would you come up with something like that? Seriously. <laughs> From where is the creativity? Opinion. Listen, this was lame as hell. Where is the creativity for things that we actually would have, you know, sunk our teeth into or Ben, even remotely excited about was anybody like oh this is cool yeah no well well look here's the thing
2: and I and I, and and Matt I know you probably didn't have time to because you've got a million things to do I scoured social media and I tried <clears throat> to like take the temperature here's the thing I will yeah. acknowledge that WWE is. Their backs are against the wall. You know, mainstream media this past week called Vince out on on the decline in viewership and and this and that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate them hitting the panic button, trying something. But here's the problem: I mean, this is not this is not a brand new thing. I mean, this is this is 2020's brawl for all in some regards, right? Here's. Here's the problem. You know, yeah, winner of Raw Underground gets to go fight Steve Austin for the WWF title. The problem with this is you, at, at one point later in the night, they showed um, he was Ray Rowe in the Indies. I think he's Eric in the Viking Raiders. They show him doing some high knees and doing some MMA-style shoot-fight moves and knocking his opponent out. The problem is right. you're trying to show this presentation – of a shoot fight with these pro-wrestling characters, but then you're switching back to segments of pro-wrestling. You're completely undermining the art, offense, and selling of pro-wrestling. You're basically, to sum it up, you're basically saying, yeah, this is the real stuff, and oh, that's the fake stuff over here. Like, that's what you're... You're just undermining the art of your product. That's all that you're doing. You're saying
0: the stuff you're seeing in the ring, that's not what real fighting looks like. This is... This is scripted real fighting. This is what it looks
2: like. It's it's terrible.
0: I like this idea. Jackson Collins at the nine ninety nine Super Chat. Thank you, Jackson. (laughs) So next week, Hawk from Cobra Kai shows up to the the underground. Whoops, everyone. Then you get a commercial announcing Cobra Kai uh, Season 3, the official release date. And that is the end of the underground. So I... I think that idea is better.
1: (laughs) Uh, Degrassi, which is a Canadian TV series, which has a budget of about $5 an episode, had a cage fighting episode with illegal MMA fights. That looked more badass than Raw Underground did tonight. Mm -hmm.
4: Sesame Street. Could have gotten that over there. They got
1: the chain link fence, at least in Sesame Street.
4: So listen, we usually, at least I try to give them, not a pass, but I give them, you know, uh, uh, points for trying something new and original and thinking outside the box. But, you know, you said all this about how their backs are against the wall. And, you know, there's also a little bit of just because they did something different doesn't always mean it it is good. This was an example of that. Um, All we're asking, like, we're literally telling them what we want. Just give us logical bookings consistent booking give some shine to some of these uh i don't even want to call them younger stars anymore because they, they've been there for a while now right. but just you know what i mean just how about this how about this you want to do something different wwe do the exact opposite with how you've currently been booking your product with who you guys want to win and i'll bet you anything <laughs> at least half 1st per- let's say at least 50 percent of the uh universe watching at home will be impressed or somewhat happy. It's really simple. They're trying mm-hmm. so hard to not listen to what the fans are telling them, telling them between what we're seeing with what fans have been wanting and seeing on uh, AEW and liking. Right. And mm-hmm. see a smaller degree. We're saying what we want. They just become so darn stubborn and just won't give in. Yeah, it's What's really it's really frustrating. And
2: yeah. that's the thing, uh, Matt, in the last uh 18 months to 2 years, the McMahons have come out and said, "We're going to listen to the fans." They tried yeah, to turn the, they tried to turn the third hour into this uh, again, this uh, you know, it used to be at, it used to be raw as war and then Warzone. They tried to turn the third hour into Warzone, different graphics, different feel, turn the lights down. That lasted a couple months. They tried the 24/7 yeah, that title like two weeks. Yeah, that was they've, tried, they've tried the twenty four seven title, which is still going on. And it needs to die. They've tried <laughs> uh, automatic rematches. That's not going to be a thing. Um, they've tried so many different things, and it's like and now they're giving us this this whole Fight Club feel. And it's like they keep throwing out all these different answers, but they're answers to the wrong question. <laughs> WWE like refuses this- to ask the right questions.
4: Bro, if this was, like, a multiple, like, choice, you know, answer, like, you know, let's say test answer, like, it's A through D, right? They continue to just give us, like, answer Z. Like, like, it's not even one, like, the smallest demographics answer on what they want to see, right? Not even. I, I just, I don't know.
3: Yeah,
0: it's like uh, so. Our characters aren't connecting, and our and, and the dialogue isn't working. Okay, well, we'll yeah. have a <laughs> fake Fight Club. Now. I mean, there's there's no connect.
3: Um,
2: so anyway. Well, look, and look, let's. I mean, we won't know for another day or two. Right. But like, what's gonna what's the reaction gonna be if you know? I don't think this is gonna be the worst viewer raw. It, I, I just can't see that happening. But what okay. happens if what happens if no viewership on this raw? Can exceed 1.9 million. You know, like, like, what's it going to take for them to just go? Oh shit! The Raw Underground didn't work.
0: Right? (laughs) What's
2: it going to take? I think I think think
0: that's coming soon enough. (laughs) Uh, Peter saying uh, Peter saying thanks, and he says uh, uh, he's doing he's doing better for having the virus. virus. (laughs) Yeah, and he survives because of this awesome podcast. Thank you, Peter. We appreciate it.
1: I would have thought tonight That's was a good. fever dream if other people weren't watching this with me tonight.
0: Yeah. Jonathan Prado saying, yeah. Eric Young said it's impossible to get over because Vince wants everyone to look, look, sell, and sell the same. How is that best for business? Yeah. yeah. I mean, He's right. And to add to that, the two out of three falls matches from last year so there wouldn't be wrestling during commercials was the worst. That's right. I forgot about that.
4: Ugh.
2: I mean, I don't know if... I mean, we're all married. I don't know how involved the three of your wives are into the week-to-week of your wrestling world. I, at one point, though, I, it, was, it was it was about 10, 15 Eastern time, so we're in the, you know, the the Raw Underground. and made its debut, and my wife had, had walked downstairs to where I was because I hadn't seen her all night. She was with a girlfriend. She goes, oh, how's, you know, I was watching hockey, watching wrestling. She goes, uh, how's, how's wrestling? And I go, it's interesting. She goes, well, that's a weird face. She goes, tell me more, which she never asked. And I basically said, and I basically described to her the whole Raw Underground thing. And she loves the movie Fight Club, so I use that as a reference. And she goes, is that going to be okay for the sponsors? And I said, I think they're way beyond that problem right now. And then I just explained a little bit more. She goes, well, sucks to be you to have to talk about it. And she walks upstairs. And I was like, oh, damn."
1: My wife watched all of this with me tonight. And when Raw Underground started around the time the girls were dancing, my wife said, This looks like the result of gambling debts and a cocaine problem on Shane McMahon's wow. part. Uh, and I was like, You know, she said it better than I did. Um, but, you know, she uh, equally thought it was shitty tonight, but she was more entertained and amused than she is most weeks.
4: Yeah. Like, a, but I would argue, much like a car crash. Yeah, like people always say, different is better. I've even probably said that on this show. I take that back (laughs) (laughs) because we did get different, but this was not good. This this was a car crash. We were all rubbernecking tonight, watching. I don't think that means it's better. We were here. Here's the
2: only thing I can say from 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 the from the for the presentation we got tonight is at least the raw underground segments. Like, brawl for all was legit. Whoever knocks the other guy out, yeah, at le- yeah. you could tell this was still s- s- staged. Of hey. like, okay, yeah, 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 this guy is going to dominate you. Like, I mean, I guess at least they're trying to manufacture the real fight thing, but I don't know if that makes it any better. That's but worse. I, yeah, because that I don't takes
1: more know. skill. Do you know how hard it is to shoot a convincing MMA fight? In a movie, the reason <clears throat> professional wrestling works, Matt, you could speak to this. You're a stunt man, but stunt men get to do multiple cuts. To do it live, like in the theater, yeah. that's why it's slower. Theater. That's why it's more. Yes, but that's why it's theater. more evenly paced because you're doing it live. No camera cuts. No stop and do a second take. You need to do it in a very exaggerated, methodical, well-paced <laughs> fashion. This was too fast tonight for that.
4: Well, this is why I do believe what you just said. Wrestlers do make the best all-around actors because yeah. of the fact we don't have to do multiple cuts, et cetera. But, again, Raj, I think you said this at the beginning when I first came on here. Um, were we supposed to ignore? Then what? The rest of this wrestling we watch with this company is not real. But this is the really real stuff we're getting now. Hold on here, honey. Come here. No, no. All that stuff you watched for the first hour, I was just BS. Watch right. this part. Do you know right. what I need mean from 10 on? Come on. Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, Sam Austin real quick saying WWE should embrace the chaos and hire the NWO voiceover guy for Raw Underground. And this could be WWE's weekly sold out ninety seven.
2: By the way, his okay. name is Neil his name is Neil Pruitt.
4: He's an awesome voiceover guy. Yeah. Can I, can I just say something? I actually watched NWO sold out yesterday, ironically. How about that? Hmm. Oh, good timing wow. on that question.
0: Ah. Brian Berry saying I can hear Jim Net saying it's Vince Russo's fault. Uh, oh, I watched
4: NWO sold out of all the pay-per-views. You watched that one, huh? I, I, It was on the network. Okay. It was like they had an NWO collection or some crap like that, so I was watching it.
0: Was that the one that was Hogan and the Giant? Because I think they did sold out yes. two
4: years. Okay. It, the was the, the... it was great. It was great. They had, had dump like at the beginning.
2: Yeah, yeah. and they'd have like so uh, Eddie Guerrero would go to the ring and they'd be like, Mexican jumping beans.
1: It's like why didn't they just acquire the rights to lucha underground if they wanted to do something different, oh. more cinematic, you know, a little cooler. Like this just tonight it just it looked um it looked almost chaotic but not but not real at the same time. But that's time.
2: but Glenn, that's yeah. uh, that's everybody that's been putting out reports from what's happened there today. That's what it was. This was not like... Okay. Some, it wasn't like Raw Underground's been like some like eight-week plan that's, right. that's had a freaking yeah. storyboard. This sounded like everybody showed up this morning. Like Vince was probably
0: on the plane yesterday, saw Fight Club, yeah. was like, we need that.
2: Yes. <laughs> and, like, this doesn't sound like <laughs> this was some thought-out plan. This was scrambling. Find a room in the performance center. Right. Let's put a few lights up here. Let's... Hey, who's a few female performers that are fine wearing fishnets to dance? Yeah, like uh,
1: (laughs) that—that alone, right there, it just felt very out of place given their. The first
2: guy, the first guy that Shane praises, Mm -hmm. the first guy that Shane praises says seven foot. That guy was on the greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, and he got eliminated in like six minutes. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yes, you know this is this was a this was a thrown together thing. This is not some master plan. Yeah. Tina Miller kind
0: of. Oh, sorry.
3: All
2: right, Tina Miller kind of hitting the head, uh,
0: hitting the nail on the head here, saying they don't want to make stars bigger than the company. When they oh. stunt them, every time they get close, this is what you get. In order to mm-hmm. have a good product, you have to have your talent get over. Absolutely, you need to make superstars. Yeah, right. <sighs> Not be afraid of them becoming bigger than the company.
1: So. Speaking of which, I mean, uh, this was interesting tonight. First of all, we saw a ton of replays. I'm not going to talk about every replay we saw with Seth Rollins yeah. uh, and Rey Mysterio, but then we had Sh- Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler. Like, Shayna tonight seemed like she's getting a real match against Sasha, but this was all there for Asuka yeah. to then interfere.
2: This, um, this was stupid. Up- this was so yeah. stupid. Asuka comes out and attacks Bailey, who's on the outside. Bailey is not in the match. Asuka attacks Bailey and the ref calls for the bell. That's not a DQ. A DQ is only when you attack somebody who's in the effing match. Yeah. Why? This is another thing. I was like, who threw this together? Yeah. I like Bruce. I'm a Bruce Prichard guy. Bruce, what the fuck are you doing here?
4: What's happening here? <laughs> Dan Justin, if you're hot, say so you're hot. I'm I'm hot. hot, I'm hot, hot. No, I,
0: I thought that may, didn't make any sense either. I agree.
4: And it
1: looks like we're getting Asuka versus uh, Sasha at SummerSlam, a rematch. They re-showed a ton of that match from last week and Bailey beating up Kari Sane. But yeah. first, Asuka has to beat Bailey next week uh, to get that opportunity with Sasha. So yeah. there you go. And I'm assuming it's still going to be Shayna versus Naya once they sort out Naya's storyline.
0: Uh, who knows? I mean, they're changing stuff on the fly right now. I mean, it, it, like t- tonight's RAW was basically rewritten. Raj, it, Raj, have
2: you heard? Raj, have you heard rumors about Nia's status? I have not. Uh, I just I, I haven't seen i haven't seen a lot of like I don't know. Just this this whole thing with Nia and being suspended. Whatever, oh, like, n- like,
0: I haven't heard a uh, 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 like a credible. Uh, Reports about Naya.
2: But you've heard like, at least BS rumblings. Yes. Not.
0: Okay. Um, real quick, uh, Buddy Barlow pointing out Ali is already on main event. Took two weeks. Shame. Yeah, I mean, it, this is why they can't make superstars. They already have him on, you know, main event. He's beaten the second weekend. Now he's on main event. Thundercloud saying this is what happens when Vince makes everyone stars and not superstars. Man, mm. Good call, Brian Barry saying and Corbin will get blamed. Um. <sighs> all right
1: uh so oh well hey you know tonight may have been written and rewritten uh but demi burnett of the bachelor was there tonight backstage with angel garza that'll pop a rating um and zelina vega walked up with andrade so uh tension in that faction
4: they're really trying to they're really trying to push angel garza as this like like but no, I don't know. Like, like sex icon, is, the ladies' man. Yeah, like ladies' man. There you go. They did it again. They, they do it on everything they show him on. I like what sex icon, worth, though. For, That's a term. for what? what is? For it. what it's worth. Yes, for what it's worth, his body language is spot on. His facials, his arrogance he makes like with his facials is spot on for what it's worth.
0: Yeah, I think they're just something there. there. I forget that he got engaged on NXT last year, but.
4: <laughs> <Outside> ah, <now. laughs> that wasn't real that well that was nxt underground right. we already forgot about it
3: <laughs>
1: um so we saw more of raw underground um these first matches seemed like chaos and babatunde was good to have him there i mean i guess his new name is davocado um i mean he looks He's great huge. yes I, the, there was just no buildup there before they started getting faces that we knew. Um, I felt like it was very hard to figure out sort of what was going on and take it all in initially. I think it would have been smarter to, uh, have like a, a kickoff match in this new format.
0: Also like they had Dio Madden getting destroyed later. And it's like, are yeah. we supposed to know that that's Dio that he was a commentator on Roth, you know, last year, or is this supposed to be a, a different character? So, it
4: was just kind of weird it, how they
0: didn't. There was it was just a bunch of no names that, uh, for the most part.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, and I, I don't think people remember. Yeah, isn't it great? Isn't it great that
2: Shane's like the wild card of like, well, we, we need something new. <laughs> we bring Shane in. We haven't seen him in a while. You know, like yeah. it's just I don't know. Oh. And, it, and it's funny to me. It's ironic because. Shane's Shane's probably the one out of the McMahon's who it's like he's the guy that's least you're gonna least convince that this is a great idea. Like, oh, well, you know, we can't do it with Shane or, or excuse me, we can't do it with Stephanie at Triple H. Let's bring Shane in. Shane's a McMahon, he's got this new idea he's for cool. fight. Yeah, he's
4: cool, he's he's edgy.
2: <laughs> Meanwhile, if you do a shoot interview with him, he's going, This is. And stupid Like, yeah, but he's the one sure. guy because he's not on tv regularly it's yeah. like well just attach it with him it'll yeah. make it work yeah shane wears jordan it'll be cool <laughs> i just i could see him like. in
1: the i could see him in the meeting like raw underground now it's the fourth brand triple h has nxt i have raw underground uh i'll be having my own exclusive roster and we will move people over here we'll have belts uh, no belts, actually, just championship Jordans that you get if you win a match. Ah. The dancing girls, very important. Yeah. Um. So, Angel Garza versus Angelo Dawkins. Uh. This Angelo uh, Angel Garza getting a win here. Then we had Andrade versus Montez Ford. Montez Ford collapsing, and it turned out he'd been poisoned. Dun dun dun.
0: Yeah, he was drinking from his cup earlier and did the little like he. Uh... He was dizzy or woozy or whatever, so, so he, was, he was roofied. He was roofied,
4: yeah. Really quick, really quick. We'll we'll mock that in a second, obviously. <laughs> but did we did we not like that match? Did you guys not like that match with Hawkins? Though I thought it was pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I mean, so poisoning. Now we're basically a game of Clue here on Monday Night Raw, and um, I would diss it, except that Bianca Belair then getting up in Zelina's face. That, I'm, all I'm here for. I would love to see Bianca and Zelina have a meaningful mm-hmm. feud and tear it up.
4: May I ask you guys a question? Does it bring her down because she got some, she got some on her by being part of this tonight? Mm. Or are we happy they at least got her on TV again and they got her in a decent, you know, tough guy role and all
2: I felt like this was part of their panic button. They're trying to do all this crash TV, real life stuff. They're like, "Okay, Bianca's the real girlfriend or actually ex, excuse me, real life yeah. of right. It's like she should have she character-wise would have fit with them months ago. But they just but they didn't do it for whatever reason. Well, they well, just she didn't come
0: in with them at first. But they didn't yeah. follow up with it. Right, so now they yeah. now,
2: now they put it with they put her in this again because she's the actual wife. Right. It, Again, this is really they're this feels like they are in a panic mode. They're they're just whoa. oh yeah they are. Yeah.
1: As D Bell saying any story on the gets Bianca on TV yeah. I'm all for it, and I agree.
2: Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying, Justin. Okay. It just felt like desperate. They felt desperate tonight. Yeah. And uh to 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 Montez's credit, he did a great job selling that, you know, like I uh, thought acting so. acting poisoned. But uh that's yeah. And, and do you think they'll actually follow through? Or will it be one of those that they just kind of forget about in a couple of weeks?
4: Hmm. I think no. We have to, we know their formula. They'll reverse it somehow. You no, know he was just poisoned. Somehow, though, now those crisscross, crisscrossed like the tag teams and singles matches. Yeah. Somehow he'll nip up. He'll nip up out of being poisoned, and we'll be wrestling next week. Yeah, um, yeah but, versus yeah. the oh. other tag partner. You know, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: So Matt. Antifa attacked Monday night raw tonight from the outside, uh, men in uh, hooded sweatshirts throwing Molotov cocktails. Who do you think it is? It was five of them. So if it's undisputed era, they have to have a fifth member with them. Uh, some people speculating it's recently released talent. Who do you think was sabotaging the performance center tonight?
4: I, I will admit this has, this had my intrigue a little bit just because I always do like to see the, you know, who did it, who was it kind yeah. of a thing. Um, that's what is cool about it. It could be anybody. You guys, if it's the Undisputed Era, is, is what, is, what's his name part of it? Adam Cole. Adam Cole.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would think so. I think it'd be them. And I think, uh, people have been analyzing the, the video of this and think one of the members is a female. We well, were saying earlier, perhaps it is Rusev, right. Lana, Aiden English, and two other recently released talents that have come back to sabotage WWE.
4: Okay. Okay. It, if that's it, Raj, I'll I'll take it, I'll take it.
0: But I don't know. Yeah, I mean that would be a cool story, but I I don't. I, what if it's just a group like the ninjas? It's right? just this masked, you know, these masked oh. guys that with no names, like their own Dark Order. Uh, <laughs> and I can see them more going in that direction than you know having recently released talents or something like that.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Man, I can, yeah. I mean, I can see this being, you know. F- four people we've never heard of and then one person from NXT we have heard of right. like uh, you know it's like Jake Atlas and yeah. you know <laughs> <the right> guys <laughs> and that's and, and again that goes back to the to, or to the God. root the root of this episode which is i've always been you know like i'll never forget Kevin Nash telling me something like about how you can't you can't make money off what you don't promote like you can't always let everything just be you know a surprise that when it happens you need to create some buzz which i get but at the same time when you create this kind of buzz that they tried today with like Shane mcmahon's coming and there's a faction and lights are flickering you set a certain you set up this this expectation of it has to be something pretty good the payoff has to be something and i just i don't know if the payoff is going to be anything that's going to be suffice so I don't know this this whole yeah undisputed era plus somebody else,
1: okay, so Justin Lopez has this screenshot breaking it down that might be Djokovic there, it might be the female member there of the five, like people are getting real with this. I wonder if this is even the actual faction or they just had five talents go out there in hoodies, and the actual talents didn't even film this segment this
2: probably five five nice. stunt doubles and
1: yeah maybe no. huh. it is I WWE
0: so Nate Erickson saying uh, with the $5 super chat thank you Nate he says could use the fight pit to build a new star before it shutters have him go through Shelton MVP finally Bobby take over the pit and close it and uh who 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 though killer cross or carrying cross uh cross is in NXT for a while so it wouldn't be him but i do i mean that's not a bad idea if you already have it you just no, have have someone look like a badass and just go through a bunch of people.
4: What do you mean, Liam Cross is with NXT, like no matter what? We mean?
0: Well, he's got the he's wrestling Keith Lee for the title, so I, I, I don't think they'd call him up while he's in the
4: I middle of all that. Yeah, okay, he would be good. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and he did troll on Twitter. He uh, he does uh, do, do cross tweeted a screen grab of. Shane McMahon looking at his watch saying raw underground coming in a few minutes at ten o'clock and then cross tweeted it and said TikTok that that's been his gimmick. So I saw yeah. that and I was like, Whoa.
0: You know that that idea? It would be like, uh, do you guys do you guys watch No Holds Barred? Did you guys ever see that movie? Oh
3: yeah, Where Zeus yeah, he's fighting course.
0: in the little underground, uh in the underground fight clubs and he uh he like beats yeah. up Stan Hansen and bunch of guys so you could do that and build the, your next big heel like somebody coming through and destroying everyone like that
4: that is a way to make someone look like a freaking absolute monster mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it is but uh, yeah it's, I don't know guys you guys bring really up a good point that who's to say that those wasn't just five random talents that they used and it could be any five people for all we know in reality once they unveil it right I didn't yeah. think of that
1: yeah um, so, man, if you like the Seth Rollins angle, you got a lot of this tonight. Uh, <laughs> folks are going to be Seth versus Dominic Mysterio. So we've been calling him Dominic Mysterio so many times tonight, um, using his first angle. What would game. you rather
4: them say? If they just say Dominic, though, I know. it doesn't sound a little bit too kiddy, too kiddish?
1: Yeah, it does. First, um, it just takes a while to get used to, like a Mysterio that's not Rey Mysterio. Um, so... Yes, I mean them setting this up for SummerSlam. Seth getting into it with Samoa Joe, who gets up. Uh, then Dominic comes out. Rollins and Murphy are in the ring with chairs. Dominic's attacking them with a kendo stick, and uh, yeah, they're setting this up for Rollins versus Seth at SummerSlam. I wonder if Joe and Dominic are going to team, and it's going to be Rollins and Murphy. It seems weird to give Dominic a one-on-one match at SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, right. So it's a Dominic hey. versus Seth at SummerSlam. Um.
1: Yeah, but do you think it's gonna be? They're gonna add Joe and Murphy to it, not be one on one. Well,
0: Joe, you notice he didn't get physical at all, so I think he's probably still not cleared. It was probably uh, just—it was a cool angle. Samoa Joe was awesome in it. They've done this in the past, like J.R. and Taz and Jerry Lawler. But uh, yeah, I thought Samoa Joe—I thought he was strong there. And if—but I
4: I don't think he's cleared yet. But be honest—is he not the most realistic person? When he gets pissed off or throws that bass in his voice that you're like, You know what? This guy these other ones are funny what they do. This guy <laughs> though, this guy can F some people up.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Like Oh, he's
4: got he's got a people. real
2: raw and, underground quality to it. Yeah, no 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 believe. and, 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 and what I'm you did, and that Matt's, Matt's right And Glenn, what you just said I was gonna really say, like I found it I, I found it ironic timing that you have this raw underground thing where you're trying to like promote like MMA shoot fighting, this and is a Joe, shoot brother. Joe's gimmick was always, you know, predicated on that, and Joe's at the commentary desk, and then Joe all of a sudden pops up and, like, is going to defend Tom Phillips, I, I thought to myself, like, shouldn't Joe be underground fighting and Shane's promotion? Like, <laughs> you know, but as we said, he didn't get physical. So we don't know if he's physically able to. Um, this is this is a weird intersection of of of,
4: of stories here. Yeah. I think because they know their viewers really love Joe. Yeah, mm-hmm. and to put Joe in that situation is only going to add more spice to it, right? More real, more uh, reality to it.
0: But after he did that, Just, I wanted to see Rollins versus Joe, not Dominic versus Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. That's
4: the only problem. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> that is the only problem. But I'm kind of privately excited for Dominic for what it's worth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Great yeah, opportunity for him.
0: He did the six one nine, he did the dive off the top rope, so uh, he's he's getting there. Uh yes. the guns. Saying explosions, poisoning, sabotage, mystery group, fight club, hoochie's dancing. How are you not sports
4: entertained? This is such
0: good you know, the
4: rest. <laughs> Okay, so we need to use that word a lot more. We one of our listeners I saw say this here a few weeks back. I meant to steal it from them then. But it started <laughs> using, hey, was the show good or hey, were you entertained? No, we have to start saying, Well I was sports entertained, yeah. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah, I was very sports entertained tonight, yeah. <laughs>
1: <sighs> I yeah, this this was like uh, it this was like Grand Theft Auto meets Monday Night Raw tonight. Um a lot of stuff going on. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Uh, some people asking about Joe Yeah, he had suffered a concussion while filming a WWE commercial uh, I think a f- few months ago And uh, months ago. that was his second concussion in a short period of time So that's why he's
4: been out Which is the right thing to do Yeah. In all yeah. seriousness As much as I want to see him back in there kicking ass And getting an opportunity You don't want to mess around with this it was, It's been too quick since his last concussion Yeah
1: um, so, earlier we saw Eric from the Viking Raiders getting a win in the Raw Underground. Um, were you excited? That...
4: Weren't you guys excited? It's going somewhere, right? This time, right? It's got to well, be.
1: But then the main event in the Raw Underground was Dolph Ziggler backstage uh, pointing uh, out his fighting ability from Kent State, which is true. Dolph Ziggler actually is a good technical okay. wrestler and can go. This is where it was weird to me because it was like, it was a, a, a worked fake version of a real catch wrestling style. And somehow it strangely looked more fake to me than what we normally see in the WWE style, because it seemed like an exhibition. Like I'm going to spin around on top of the guy and do it these was. moves. Like, it, yeah, it just didn't seem as, you know what I mean? Like it seemed less real when it, by emulating a more real style.
4: That's why whenever you say it's a shoot, no, no, all that other stuff you guys watch, yeah, that was wrestling. But this brother, this is a shoot. This, you know, whenever they do that, they always miss by a hundred feet, like with, with with missing the mark on trying to get us to shoot or believe in something. In my opinion, if you're going to go this direction, do it in the promo somehow. Do it in. Yeah. I just don't know what, but this looks so staged, staged. Yeah, if that makes sense. I don't know.
2: Well, Matt, angle. I'm oh, sorry. Well, no, I was just going to say, Matt was. Uh, Creeping towards the point that uh, I've always felt for years, which is pro wrestling. When you bleed into realism, there is success. You know, Matt Hardy, Edge, um, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, CM Punk and WWE. When you bleed into the real life problems, it does prove effective, but it proves effective because you still keep the mystery there. When you're trying to uh, tell me, uh, as Matt just said, uh, uh, Dolph Ziggler is a great amateur wrestler. He uh, Kent State. He was. He, he he's got uh, awards and accolades. When you sit here and say Dolph Ziggler, who God, we've missed the mark so many times, and probably could have been world champion several times over. Oh, but he's a real tough fighter in this underground. It, it that that. Uh, the hint of of real life works when you're doing the hint of real life still in storyline facet when you're trying to then completely erase storyline and now tell you this is all true life fighting that does not work it, 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 this this doesn't work like dark side of the ring just did a whole series on how brawl for all was a fall in The height of the attitude era, how Brawl for All was a huge that's exactly what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to set up a new Brawl for All, essentially.
1: Well, except to have it not be real, yeah. Uh,
0: <clears throat> Brawl for All, there was a little curiosity because it was real. So, you were, I mean, you know, you are kind of right. like wondering who is gonna win. Uh, whereas with this, yeah,
4: but those yeah, were um, short term, those, those were those were short term wonders, I would argue, mm-hmm. like. Again Barkon God was the one who got the most over. I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't think that was supposed to be a good thing. Um, so I don't know.
1: Um, I was gonna say Kurt Angle was very good at doing a worked version of catch wrestling and amateur
4: wrestling Watching versus was- for yeah. a trig AJ Styles versus Trig too. They did a hmm. good job with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, but I was gonna say you want to see something real go back to that tough enough uh, segment with Daniel pewter and Kurt Angle. To see, like,
4: bro, that was a shoot. I was there. Yeah, I know. That Was a shoot. Kurt was yeah, I pissed. mean, you could, you
1: could, but you could see the yes, difference. He was
4: mm-hmm. like this. Yes, didn't have was. that
1: that look of mm-hmm. realism or surprise tonight. Like you could tell, like the guys knew what the other guys were going to do more or less. Um, so I do know. Kuter I mean,
4: got like kicked out of our locker room that night. because <laughs> <Well>, he, <laughs> he, he like he legitimately had
1: it. Kurt in a submission, right? He was going to break his arm.
4: He let go. Oh, I know. Is he? He was not able to change in the locker room. That's all I remember.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so then MVP showed up and said, until further notice, the Raw Underground's being controlled by the Hurt Business, who wants to fight Lashley first. Uh, Lashley dominating, then Benjamin dominating.
4: I like seeing that. Part. <clears throat> yeah. I like this group. I like this group a lot. I'm just pissed that they had. Shelton, who, in my opinion, needed the most, build up whatever you want to call it. More wins, more credibility, even though he is Shelton Benjamin. He may be Hall of Famer for all we know uh, in the long run. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm still pissed off that he lost earlier. I don't know. Yeah, same um, those I lo- do I, I lo- more for him yeah, than beating up I a bunch of nobodies groups. in a warehouse. Yes, <laughs> totally. And I like this group. This group has some legs to it, potentially.
0: I will but, say in that Raw Underground uh, setting, they look cool, like uh, MVP, Lashley. They look Lashley, badass. They look badass. They look like stars out there.
1: But and then you uh, stage it better. They should almost get like a gray canvas, just smear a bunch of dirt and like fake blood all over it. Like make it look like a like really like the shit goes down in Raw Underground. Not this very <laughs> sterile staged environment. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Again, this That's is probably right. not going to be here in two weeks. So probably, I don't yeah. think they want to spend too yeah, much
2: time with it. I give it. I give it. I don't think this makes it to September.
0: Oh yeah, I think I seriously think two weeks it's gone. I think they taped they taped next week's <laughs> RAW, so it'll be on there, and then we'll see if the ratings. If the ratings do go up, then it, they might keep it for a little bit. But I, I, I can't see it, especially well, then, maybe I, maybe this week, but not not next week.
2: I mean, I think it's inevitable. there will they'll be. There'll be a slight bump compared to what it's been, but like I don't think it's gonna surpass two million.
0: No, and uh, they were up against the NBA tonight. I believe that's the first time. Uh, and the uh, and, and the oh, NHL, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and the NHL, yeah, NHL. So um,
4: I forgot about that.
0: So I actually think they might even. I mean, we'll see if the buzz works, but I I could almost see them being down just because of that. Huh. Yeah. see.
1: Right. This was weird. This is, I mean, I know we've said this before. This is the weirdest episode of Monday Night Raw I think I've ever seen. Now, Not just the, the Raw Underground stuff. The poisoning. Poisoning. The, Antifa. The, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the anarchists. Like, just all of it. Uh, this was freaking strange tonight.
0: Naya beating up Pat Buck.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> up a producer.
4: <clears throat> yeah. The least known producer in WWE history, I will argue, but yes. Right, yeah, yeah,
0: why not do uh, no, well, you're not gonna have her beat up like Ron Simmons or anyone like that
4: or Devon. Is Ron ah. Simmons a producer now? No, actually, he's not. Oh, uh, I was like, damn, that's cool, good for them for getting him. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah, here's Shane Hurricane Helms, and here's Nia Jax gonna you know, just uh, no, Shane, okay. Shane
1: got laid off also.
2: Yeah. He's furloughed,
0: I think.
1: Oh. Oh, furloughed. No, I think he was like, maybe, I
2: don't know, yeah. who
1: knows. Um. So here's, man. here's the
2: guy we didn't furlough. Now, <laughs> in
1: fairness to, uh, to uh, other wrestling companies, I was disappointed to learn that AEW started their women's tag tournament tonight on YouTube. Yeah. Not even on TV this week, to start yeah, that.
4: Yeah, I agree. Me too. Me too. I do you but I should have watched that,
1: that instead of this. Yeah, I, mean, I think I... better off watching that than tonight's Raw.
0: I mean, I get wanting to push your YouTube and everything, but... You can't give this. Uh, they give this one segment on your Wednesday show, and maybe they will. Maybe I don't, are all the matches going to be on Mondays? What
2: I saw, they had Shaw Guerrero, Eddie's daughter. Yeah. They right. had they had Medusa. Of course, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, Tynara Conti debuted.
2: Yeah. From NXT. Yeah, NXT. Uh, so, yeah. Veda Scott, who's an independent star, she was on commentary with Shivani.
1: Yeah. Um, after people in the chat are talking about they could see them doing something with the raw underground style on lashley versus lesnar mm,
0: that's a waste for lesnar yeah he makes so much per match that you're not gonna
1: you know you're not gonna put him in the warehouse
0: i don't think so <laughs> yeah what um, else do we got Raj? Cool what else is going on cool. so the xfl the xfl you know they declared bankruptcy chapter 11 and the rock the Rock, uh, his longtime uh, business partner, Danny Garcia, uh, and Redbird Capital Partners, they partnered to buy the XFL for $15 million. So, yeah, the XFL is not going away. What? Yes. What? Yeah. Time out. So the, the Rock
4: bought XFL. Yeah. He's, That's right.
0: Yeah. He's one of the owners of the XFL. Huh.
4: <laughs> I don't know what to make of that, because usually everything he touches, I usually end up liking. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or they right. do a good job with it. They did this with, believe it or not, bodybuilding. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, they tried to make a bigger deal of, well, not the Arnold, right? I believe it was the Olympia. Uh, oh. One year. And they tried to get it on uh, like a CBS affiliate like, cable channel at the time. And the bodybuilding world was super excited about it. Finally to have like national exposure. Something like The Rock bringing his brand to it. But it fizzled out very quickly. Nobody was really interested in it. Um, it's one of the first times I've seen one of his projects not really catch. I I do hope, you know, for the XFL players' sakes, you know, that this does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and
0: the sale must be approved by a bankruptcy judge at a hearing on Friday. There are some people opposing it. So it's not a 100% done deal. they just got to get through uh, that okay. stuff. And if they do... They said uh, the Rock and they said they're going to be hands on with the league, and uh, they've been in close discussion with the current XFL management team. So they're uh, they're serious about it.
2: Well, what's wild about this to me is the two sides of it is one, it's one thing to pay fifteen million to own the assets, but like the operating costs to run this league, that's huge. So there's that, but then there's also like the when back earlier this year. You know a lot of it was post pandemic there was so much bad press about the x f l like there were so many l l c photographers and just right, right
0: like other small
2: other small exactly other small businesses and contractors they got screwed out of payments when vince essentially declared bankruptcy and I'm just wondering like can rock and his management group can they you know can can they Weather that PR storm and, 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 and get people to come back and work for them. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like the, the XFL has left such a bad taste in people's mouths. I just well, what about it.
4: the biggest question of all? How does Vince McMahon feel about
0: it? Right. And what if The Rock makes it a success? If Vince failed right, on man. this twice. And if The Rock makes it a success, what does that what? say?
4: So. What will Vince feel like? What will he, I want to know what he would say, what, you know what I mean? His feelings on it would be. This almost if they'd feels. If they had
0: advertised like, for Raw tonight that Vince was going to open, re- responding to the Rock buying the XFL, that would have been way better
2: than this way Raw Underground. Right. <laughs> this almost feels like though. Yeah. This almost feels like the. I don't know if this makes sense. This almost feels like though the the fact that the Rock is. I mean, this was like XFL is getting ready to go in front of bankruptcy auction. The fact that the Rock and his partners buy this somehow to me feels like this is a. Saved uh, like, to Vince, it's, it's, like it's somehow, a favor. This, yeah, So yeah, a favor. This is this almost feels like somehow Vince is getting saved or protected. I don't know how, but this feels like one of the Vince's one of Vince's superstars he created is coming in and buying this. I don't know. This feels like somehow he's being protected. It's I don't like know. How. Almost
0: keeping it in the family still.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. This doesn't this doesn't feel like it's a danger to Vince. It's like somehow he's been able to pass the buck off on somebody else who's. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and yeah. Vince saved a lot of money this way because he went through bankruptcy, he didn't have to pay off all those uh small companies and uh he fired Oliver Luck. Um so yeah. So that Oliver was that was a story I was not expecting today. So
4: Did Oliver Luck sue him?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're involved in a lawsuit right now. Where does where where does that stand? Is that still a thing? Yeah, yeah, they're still litigating. I'm sure with the COVID, everything's a lot slower right now.
4: Mm. Yeah. My God. Wait, this is hang on. just one of before the we move on, yeah. Before we move on, let me ask everybody this question. So, The Rock, who's known as a guy with the Midas touch, the yeah. Arthur Fonzarelli of our generation, ours especially, <laughs> who everything he touches, whatever that is, becomes cool instantly. Can he make the XFL cool? That is the question. Yeah. I quite, mean, what quite a test. On his, this is a big test on his cool factor.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, the Look XFL at, this season got, was getting decent reviews. And it, like in the media, they weren't, it wasn't in the beginning.
4: Yeah. Especially like, in that, the I, beginning, it was really good.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: There I, were, there were a lot of things from the sport factor that the XFL early on, the fact they had like the one point, two point, and three point conversion.
4: Right. Um, there, there were a lot Even this season, even this season, like we, I remember we were talking, we covered it. Like we were yeah. pretty surprised by how well it, it looked like it was running the first very first week I remember.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, this I mean, last the, season, their season tickets were like were like sold out. I mean, they they they, <laughs> they had doing, like, all right,
4: a, yeah, with the tickets. Yeah. except for like
0: L.A. and New York, ironically, the two biggest markets were, were the only two where they weren't doing well. But the other markets, they were doing pretty well. The others were doing St. well.
2: Louis. The others were doing well. But even from again from a rule standpoint of no kickoffs. Which is something the NFL had been, you know, like having critiqued about how that that was such a uh, a danger for the head and concussion injuries, and and the the uh, the I I said one two one two and three. I think it was actually as much as five point conversion. Like it made it made you you could have an eighteen point lead and still be in the game. Like you know, XFL really kept you know kept a competitive factor to it, and uh, so I think the rules. This time around, we're better off. Um, unfortunately, you know, COVID really hit them hard. But I mean, you put the uh-huh. yeah, again, Matt, you keep saying it, the Rocks might touch. This keeps alive the, the XFL brand. Well, you know what years. it is?
1: It's, uh, I th- I think what The Rock is doing is he's going to try and do what Ice Cube did with Big Three in basketball.
4: Oh, Ice Cube runs that? Yeah, Big Three. That's Ice Cube's league. I love Big Three, actually. Yeah, and Big
1: 3's Big been a success. I mean, they and they started smaller. They've grown it. Uh, you know, they got a paycheck protection lo- loan, but COVID didn't wipe them out. I think if The Rock can do something similar and draw attention to XFL, he's the guy. And this could be huge. Have you
4: have you guys seen the Big 3 by any chance? Katino yeah. Mobley with gray hair looks like a real uh, Uncle Drew. Remember the Uncle Drew commercials from yeah. Nike? Um, th- like, that... That league is pretty sweet. I didn't know Ice Cube had something to do with it, though. Huh? Yeah. No. Uh, well, so yeah, you found it. Let's hope. It. Let's hope for the best, you know. Yeah. I, I I did like the XFL. I remember when we first covered it here. I was like, oh, "I want to watch this crap," and I was pleasantly surprised by it.
0: Yeah, it was easy to watch. I'd, I'd watch it when it was on. I the, the only thing is not having a team to cheer on when they're brand new, and if you don't have it in your you know local in your area. And you're just kind of watching yeah. football for the sake of watching football. But um but yeah, I thought it was I I'm I'm hoping for the best for the for for the league.
2: But yeah. again, I keep asking. I feel like Vince is not completely shut out. I feel like somehow <laughs> Vince is There's something is a I feel like somehow Vince is still
4: <laughs> gonna have a connection now. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mean like do you remember like when hang on guys, do you remember when Vince's name kept popping up like in like the movie credits? For, like, Rock's first few movies. Like, get away from him already. Let him move on. (laughs) Freaking, it's like Rick Bassman. Like, Rick Bassman from UPW had to have his hands in every, like, talent from his school's success. I remember when Cena came to OVW, Cornette fought like hell to finally get them, like, legal representation or something like that. To get them out of their contracts, because they were obnoxious. Like, Cena... So Turk guy and some other talents, I think O'Hare even, uh, mm. were they had to give like twenty or thirty percent or something like that of their like mm. contractual, you know, percentages to this guy. Yeah. It's like, dude, you were, mm. you know, it, it's kind of like that. Like vent yeah. you know, when, when Rocket came a movie star, you kept saying Vince's his name. Like in the credits, <laughs> right. it's like getting producer credits on top of it. I'm like, this is right. ridiculous, oh. dude. Like, yeah, the rundown like of movies on. like
3: that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah they move on, it. bro. Vince is gonna have at, at the end of the XFL in 2021, Vince is gonna have the executive producer credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, right. Or, screw that, Vince will be commissioner, All right? <laughs> you <know? I> mean. <laughs>
0: All right, well, I think that's it. Kind of had a long one today.
4: Yeah, no, this was what good, guys. What do you guys, guys think but... overall? <laughs> <laughs> overall, if... overall. Gotta give so the if... whole three hours a, a rating. <laughs> if um, I weren't going to did...
1: discuss it all with you, I wouldn't believe it actually happened.
4: <laughs> Seriously, let's all go around the horn one time. One out of ten, ten being the highest score you can get. I'll get it hmm. out of the way first. I give it a five... No. I'm actually going to give him half a percentage points going against what I just said earlier. I should not give them credit because not everything they do different equals good. And I'm going against my own saying and giving them a six instead of a five plus.
0: Wow. I would go like a, I was going to go like a four just because, uh, but it, it wasn't boring. Uh, like I was it moved watching the whole show.
4: Yeah. It moved a little bit quicker, slightly.
2: Yeah, different. do you two guys give it? I'll Justin. go. I'll go on that purpose. I'll give it a six point five because I'm going to wait okay. and see how they follow up.
0: Six point five is pretty damn good.
2: <laughs> Glad.
1: Uh, probably a, a three on execution, but a ten on ambition. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. they, they they shot for the moon and they landed somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean.
4: So, did they though? Uh, <laughs> did they shoot for the moon? Did they really?
1: I think in their I head.
4: Saying, yeah. I said I said earlier. Just because it's a car crash, and lots of people are going to rubberneck and turn and look, does not make it a good thing. Right.
1: I I kind of want them to do three hours of Raw Underground next week.
4: It won't happen. Oh, <laughs> no, don't you put God, that on no. us. God
0: no. Uh, well, one Take one it thing out also, of the ether. One more thing, AEW. There's going to be a few episodes of Dynamite that aren't going to be airing on Wednesdays. Uh, two this month, and uh, Why? one Why? next NBA? month because of the NBA. Yeah.
4: Now here's where I'm confused. TNT seemed all in for AEW. They right? are, and but they... this is
0: because this is like a bonus. This is a finish of the season, so normally this wouldn't be. This isn't part of the normal programming. The normal programming on TNT is not on Wednesdays, but because of they're finishing the season up.
2: Um, but, but Raj, yeah. I, I saw this today. Why would they not to keep them on Wednesdays? Why would they not throw them on True TV or one of the, the networks they have? Why would they put them days later?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, because the yeah the, the one of is going to air the following Saturday. Uh, the August 19th episode is going to air that Saturday. The one that's supposed to be Wednesday, August 26th, will air the following day on Thursday. Did that's you, a good point because they did that one time on, on True they TV. Did. They did, yeah.
2: Well. yeah. Yes. Why would you not, between, you have TNG, you- TBS, True TV, and another one. Why would you not, like, do, that, I mean, especially the timing, too, is right when NXT is leading up to their NXT, uh Takeover 30th and, anniversary.
0: And, and Dynamite's going to be up, uh, opposing that. One hour of Dynamite's going to be up against uh,
4: Takeover 30. So. That's a mistake. Yeah. So really quick, I didn't get a chance to talk to you guys about it. What was your like overall feeling of Zack Ryder on AEW? He looked I, great. Yeah, he looked
1: good.
4: Physically, he looked he looked great. He looks but, enormous. He does. But do you think him being taken serious as a serious competitor? Let me ask you guys a quick question. Could you could you take it? Can you receive it? Would you buy it?
1: If they book him well, but he's only there for a couple of appearances, so we'll see.
0: Well no, that's just he's he's signed a short five five show deal. Uh but the the hope is to get him long term. It's just for now Quite he's a, on a
4: short deal. What I'm confused by that. What do you mean? I didn't know that. What do you mean? Five yeah, yeah. Show we term.
0: broke it on Wrestling Inc., uh but yeah, he's uh, signed to a short term deal and he even did an interview today where he said he's he doesn't plan on just being there short term. He it's huh. short term right now, but he plans on uh he plans on being there for a long time. Is that
4: time. more was that more from AEW side to do five shows or was it more his or
0: that I'm not I, we know? I, I'm, that I'm not sure of.
2: Yeah, what it's weird. Did. it's weird because if we were not in a pandemic, the five show thing that Raj and Wrestling Inc. broke would make sense because I could see him getting resurfaced on TV and then going and working the indies and conventions and making his money a la carte. But that's not a thing right now. So that's that's what is surprising that he initially signed this this short-term deal. Like, And Raj is right. There was an interview today where he confirmed Raj's report but kind of insinuated I'm going to be here for the long term. But why would you have just not signed for the long term up front? That's what's odd. Like why, why only sign for the five dates that you did? I don't know.
4: And also finding out guys, I, I was hoping we could talk about it. I know we got to get going, but talking Mania was out freaking standing. If you guys <laughs> did not watched this, I promise you you'll get fourteen ninety nine worth of laughs out of it, especially the last match between Tex <laughs> Ferguson and Chad Too bad. It was so funny. I could not seriously i my ab cramped up. I was laughing so hard, and I'm te- I probably shot uh, Galloway like 20 texts throughout the whole thing going, this is just the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, hey, Matt. You guys have got to watch it.
2: Matt, you being in the South, have you ever, because I have, I'm one you, have, have you ever worked a show with the nature boy, Paul Lee?
4: Oh, yeah, Paul Because <laughs> <laughs> I have. I haven't, I haven't but that type I have, yes, that, that style of wrestler, Definitely. I've Uh, worked
2: a show with Paul Lee where he paid, he paid to have Ric Flair come manage him in Rome, Georgia.
0: So for people not familiar with Paul Lee, it's not Paul Lee; it's Paul Lee, and he does a Ric Flair gimmick, and he
4: he looks like an old Ric Flair. I mean, guys, just imagine the most brothered-out wrestler (laughs) you could have ever met. It's this guy. It's tremendous.
2: I've watched. He's all (laughs) across. And he's a fun guy, so I'm not trying to shit on him. He is paid no. to have Ric Flair come in and manage him. Gosh.
4: I've been there for while. I it. believe that. <laughs> I be- I've been there I totally there for believe it. this, Justin. I believe it. I <laughs> it's it. awesome. It. It's fantastic. Did you guys see it? Hey, guys, if you had a chance to see it, you will laugh. Uh, especially those that watch, this, or watch or listen to the Talking Shop podcast. They are – this is – okay, so when I first met – uh, Festus or at the time he just got done being I met him at TNA's rink at King of all places wow. and I remember him in the locker room I was like how did this guy I remember I asked him how did you get released from WWE like you're entertaining and funny as hell in the locker room all the boys love you How? Like who did you not get along with who could you possibly have had to eat with on the roster I kept thinking and saying to him he's like I don't know you know hmm. But he is legit one of the most well liked wrestlers I've ever been in a locker room with because he's non stop entertainment, you know. Yeah. But um, so this was cool to see him be able to put all of that between a podcast, his pay per view. I'm telling you, he is so damn entertaining, to me. funny.
2: He was the last wrestler to stay the night at my house. My wife said no more wrestlers can stay. Was <laughs>
4: How, did True he get story. oil over your bed with all of his extra oil on his damn arms? that he puts on? He, he, legit
2: he, 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 he scared my neighbor who was from England and is very England and British proper. And my wife, we're friends with our neighbors. And my wife said, okay, that's the last wrestler that stays the night. It was one of those like last minute deals.
0: Wait, Gallows
2: or Paulie? Ga- Gallows. Okay.
1: <laughs> that should be your podcast, Justin. Spend the night with Justin Labar. <laughs> You know, and just stay up swapping
2: stories. We sang we sang we we sang some country music songs. It was a great time and I, you know, I I, I got to work with them down south as I was just mentioning, but and he's and gals the reason why I know this Paul Lee guy. It's <laughs> not surprised. It's, it's a carny world.
1: <laughs> well there you have it folks. On that note, Wednesday night, myself, Justin Labar, Matt Morgan, back here to talk about AEW versus NXT. Until then, uh, he's at Justin Labar. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore 303. I'm MacLean Glenn Rubenstein. Let, let us know what you thought of Run a Raw Underground tonight. Uh, tweet at us, and we'll catch you back here Wednesday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.